Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. Hope you've been doing well. Today's episode is about New Year's resolutions. How you, how have you been getting on with yours? It seems to be something about New Year, doesn't it, that people want to start turn over a fresh leaf, say, right, I'm going to, you know, start that fitness plan. I'm going to not going to drink so much. I'm going to do no sugar, whatever you're going to do. For me, I don't do any New Year's resolutions. The joke I make is that I'm pretty fabulous anyway. So why do I need to resolve anything? But that's a joke. Okay. But the other thing is that I think you don't have to wait until New Year to have a resolution. If, If you don't do it right now, you can do it in a few weeks. If you want to do it towards the end of the year, you can. Making it on January the 1st is the day you're going to start a New Year's resolution. It's It creates a little bit too much pressure for me. So anytime I want to create a change, I'll know when I'm ready. But I wanted to explain why if you feel right now you're not keeping up with your New Year's resolution, what the brain's response is to that, why that's happening. Now, if we go back to our brain basics, where this comes from is in the primitive brain, you'll remember I told you that in the primitive brain, the primitive brain is not creative. It's not innovative. Because it's not an intellect, it can't rationalize, it can't intellectualize anything. It's very, very simple. It's in our intelligent brain that we're much more creative and much more objective and rational, remember. So when we're in the primitive brain, it's very black and white. It's very all or nothing. So it's very, very restrictive when we're in our primitive brain. It's just one way and that's the only way it's going to happen. And that is it. Okay. the reason for that is, is that if we go back to our polar bear analogy, if I remind you, that if yesterday you saw a polar bear and you ran in a particular direction and you survived, you would then program yourself to say, right, that works. So if you saw a polar bear again today, without thinking, you would do the same thing. And that's a really good response because you don't want to spend time thinking. You know that works, so you go straight away and do it. You've got to save time. It's a survival response. You haven't got time to think of new things. You haven't got time to think of other options. You just know it works, and so you do it. And that's where New Year's resolutions sometimes fail, because what you've done is you've set yourself up to say, right, this is what I'm going to do. And this is it. So, for example, if you're going to do something like, I don't know, dry January, I mean, who would do dry January? I don't know. But some people do want to do dry January. If you want to do dry January, good luck. But this all or nothing response, it's coming from the primitive brain. It's not sustainable and it's not very intelligent. So when we're in our primitive brain, we've really got our blinkers on. We've just got this one option of this one thing we're going to do. And if we fail at it, even slightly, everything is a disaster. We then catastrophize. Again, another characteristic of the primitive brain. So if you are trying no sugar for, for example, no sugar for January, it's your New Year's resolution, right? But now I'm going to start no sugar. And if one day you had a little bit of sugar right now, it's a complete disaster, isn't it? So you feel you've broken your news resolution. Everything's a disaster. The sky's going to cave in. This is awful because you had made a New Year's resolution not to have sugar. 
but that's a primitive brain response. This is only going to create more and more anxiety and keep you there. Now, using that same example, if you were more in your intelligent brain, in the intelligent brain, there's much more of a gray area. It's really good. This gray area is really good in the intelligent brain. In the intelligent brain, what you would say is, look, I've done really well for a week or two and I've had a little bit of sugar today. You know what? It's not the end of the world. Uh, I wish I hadn't had it. I am trying to keep this New Year's resolution, but you know what? I'll get back on the horse and straight away I will carry on continuing without sugar. I'll get back on it. So there's a much more relaxed, intelligent, objective approach to your New Year's resolutions when you're in the intelligent brain. You give yourself a break. You let yourself off. You're actually a bit more realistic because you say, look, you know, sometimes that happens. Sometimes I can make a mistake and I've had a little bit of sugar or I've had a, a small glass of wine, but it's not the end of the world. I've treated myself maybe. Maybe, you know, when people have birthdays in January, and you know, people still want to celebrate. You can. It doesn't mean that the world's going to end and you're a complete failure at your New Year's resolution. You've not catastrophized. You've just given yourself a little bit of breathing space to say, look, I'll get back onto it again tomorrow. It's a much more relaxed approach if you can keep that intelligent brain control. So keep that intelligent brain control. And you know how to do that by keeping your stress bucket empty. The other thing I hate uh, about sort of January is this people doing things like that dry January or no sugar January or, or is it veganuary, like being vegan. Again, it's the all or nothing approach. So what you're going to do is all the way through January, you're going to be absolutely not having alcohol, not having sugar, not having anything meat or dairy. But in December, you're having plenty. And in February, you will as well. It's all or nothing. It's one or the other. If you want to reduce your meat and dairy intake, you can do that gradually. By all means, try Veganuary, but give yourself a break if you have a little bit of dairy through, through January as well. You know, don't beat yourself up about it. So the primitive brain is very black and white. It's very all or nothing. And when you're in your primitive brain, you know that fills up your stress bucket. And your primitive brain is fueled by a full stress bucket. It's a bit of a vicious circle. So I'd like you to start considering getting into your intelligent brain and being a little bit objective about this. Get into the gray area. It's not often that we enjoy a gray area. Um, but I would say in our metaphor of how the brain works and my explanation how the brain works, I talk to clients and say, it's fine. You know, in your intelligent brain, you're going to be all right. It's not the end of the world. You've done the best you can. Look at all the good that you've done. That's why we talk about what's been good. That you did keep up with your New Year's resolution for 10 days. You've had a, a little bit of a down day, right? You'll get back on it again tomorrow. And this isn't something then, you know, at the end of January, you're going to then sort of give up and then completely go crazy in February. Again, that's a primitive brain response. So understand how the brain works and how you can use that to your advantage to help you create better habits that last longer. When you're in your intelligent brain, you can create change that is much more sustainable and much more long lasting. But you have to keep rational. You have to keep objective. And you really, to be honest with you, you have to be kind to yourself. You have to let yourself off. You have to get a bit, a little bit gray. 
and say, look, it's, it's not the end of the world here. This has happened. It's not a problem. I will get back on the horse as soon as I can. So if you've been struggling with your New Year's resolution, I hope that helps. And don't think it's just for January. If this is a habit you want to carry on, great. But, you know, just cutting out sugar just for January or being a vegan just for January. I mean, how much difference is that really going to make to your lifestyle as a whole, your whole life? Your life as, as one big whole. If you want to create change this year, that's different. If you're not ready right now to make that change, wait. And in order to help yourself get ready, start making small changes in the right direction. Just enough that doesn't alert the primitive brain. And get into that gray area. Start making small changes. Don't go for all or nothing. Don't think you have to go 100 miles an hour at your new habit and then you'll fall at the first hurdle. So be kind with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. And if you don't want to make any New Year's resolutions like I do, then, you know, we're pretty fabulous people. So we don't need to make too many New Year's resolutions. Um, but I know saying that, I'll be very honest with you, that was a joke, saying that, you know, I am trying new things uh, this year and I'm just going to take my time with it and just do the best I can. And we talk about this a lot in solution focus work in that we've, we've got a vision of someone who's doing the best they can. And those perfectionist tendencies, we know they come from the primitive brain. We've, we've got to give ourselves a bit of a break. We are only human. We're not robots. We're only human. We are prone to making mistakes, but it's what we do with those mistakes. Do we learn from them and move on? Or do we let them override our life and start filling up our stress bucket? Well, so I hope that helps you understand your New Year's resolutions. I hope that helps you towards other resolutions and changes and good habits that you might want to make this year. And, and this applies throughout the year. So remember to understand how the brain works and how that can help you keep up with positive change in the future. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I want to thank everyone who's bought my book. People were buying it for Christmas presents. I got loads of pictures of people having them in their Christmas stockings and for Christmas presents. And I thought that was brilliant. Thank you so much. If you haven't given me a review yet on Amazon, I'd really appreciate it. Because I mean, I don't know about you, but that's the first thing I look at when I'm buying anything anywhere um, is I look at reviews. Um, give me an honest review, please feel free. You know, I, I would like you to be honest with it. If you enjoyed it, if there's some way I can improve it, do let me know. But uh, I'd really appreciate that. If you could recommend it to your friends and family, uh, I'd really appreciate that too. The more people we can help emptying their stress bucket, the better. If uh, you'd like to get in touch with me, please feel free through all my social medias, Twitter. You can email me. You can even send me a voice message if you like. Um, but I look forward to speaking to you next week with some more stress bucket solutions. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you.